Welcome to the Game Central podcast number 34. Your regular host, myself, Mr. Robert Walker. Joining me is, as usual, Gareth Williams. Hello. And our now quite regular son, Lushnar. Fuck you. <laughs> you forget his name. Yeah. I'm now Chinese. No, it's because <laughs> it said Dookie. <laughs> it says Dookie, and I'm looking at it thinking it's not Dookie. Is his name Dookie? Uh, No, it's not Dookie. It's what is it? And then I remembered it's Don. But because I looked at your name, Gareth Williams, and then Dookie was next to it, my brain for a minute kind of froze and thought, maybe his name is Dookie. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So have we all had a good week? Wait, you didn't. You didn't introduce Don. (laughs) That's right. Dookie, whatever his name is, no one cares. It'll just be someone else in a few months. <laughs> I'm used to losing people on this podcast. Uh, bless his heart, RIP. Mr. Gone on to Spain, hasn't he? Yeah. Guy with lots, yeah, he's pissed off to Spain Barcelona. with his with his partner, Anna. Well. His life seems to just be getting better and better. But, you know, yeah, at some point... His life has suddenly got better. I know. But There's the thing a lesson is, in that for everyone. Don, Don, wouldn't you say your life has got better since you joined the podcast? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm actually talking to people who like games for once, which there is we go. the only time I do. Now, you may hear some sounds during the podcast, and that's not because we're uh, adding a kind of ambient background noise. It's actually Don Goss, who has the privilege of doing a review of in progress. So what's the progress you're doing right now, Don? Right now, I'm on the moon and I'm shooting motherfuckers in the face. But what about the game? <laughs> uh, I'm, been, I'm loving it. I got it, uh, obviously, no, yesterday. No, 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 no. That's in what we've been playing. But, yeah, I know. Okay, we can't say that. It's just an update. <laughs> the review update. Of I'm in the middle of a right fight, dude. What? Yeah, okay. How many yeah. people are you up against? Uh, literally hundreds. Literally hundreds. hundreds it, but there you go. Um, Gareth, what are you doing? I bet you're not doing anything as interesting. No, unfortunately not. I could do. Do you want me to start playing some games? I think we should all play a game separately and then just keep taking in turns to describe what we're doing. I think that would be really interesting. interesting. (laughs) That is Don, as you could see, uh, our review in progress. And we'll be checking up with Don throughout the podcast to find out what he's doing in at this particular moment. Fucking die. Oh my god, this is I don't think it's idea. going to be too distracting whatsoever. <laughs> so Gareth, what have you been doing this week? Pardon? What have you been doing this week? Well, you know me. No, I don't. fuck all. You were doing fuck all? Yeah, I've been a- applying for Christmas jobs. Well, like Santa Claus. Hairy yeah. Santa. You could do a good Santa, actually, Gareth. Dye your beard white, you'd be sorted. Yeah. Maybe. Dip I do have the belly. Green. Because I remember you had a, a job uh, last year, didn't you? Because that's when we started to do the podcast. And you said, oh, I don't know if I can do it at such and such time, because I'll be working. Yeah, my my hours working were like everybody else's hours off. So it's like, yeah. as everyone was getting home, I was leaving. So I suppose you are like Santa Claus, Gareth, and that you only work around Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah interesting. Thank you very much. Huh. What are you doing right now, Don? 
I'm shooting people in the face. Excellent. Tell us when that changes. <laughs> so, Don, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I oh yes, I've been um, uh, I've taken a week off work, which is oh yes, excellent. Uh, uh, got a PS4, and I have been just rampaging through things on the PS4. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry if I'm a bit distracted. Did, did you pick up uh, a co- copy of Destiny? Uh, yes, probably enough. No, 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 don't, because we've got to build up some loving tension <laughs> for later on when we say, what have we been playing? Okay? Excellent. On to the news. Right, so the first news story is Microsoft is planning. They haven't even made their move. <laughs> what? Is that a child? No, it's a dog. God, I thought you had your kid with you. I thought, crap. It's my dog. My mum's told me to take her home and look after her because um, my mum's not been well lately and she can't walk her. But Lily, if you're just going to sit there and make noises while I'm trying to do the podcast, I'm probably going to skewer you. Not in a sexual way. <laughs> Microsoft is planning to purchase Mojang. It has been suggested. So it's not even as if they're moving to do it. It's not even as if Microsoft have... Um, have confirmed this. They are Microsoft is planning, so they're in, only in the planning stages, and it has only been suggested by who we don't know. Who could have suggested that, Gareth? I don't know. You always see stories like this with like analysts predict or stuff like that, you know. So it could be literally anyone, but uh, there is a figure. Been throwing oh, yeah. around that that it could be uh, over two billion dollars that they billion they could be dollars. paying, and it could happen uh, sometime this week. Wow, that soon! But the thing is, are they buying the rights to Minecraft or are they buying the studio? Um, from what I understand, they're gonna buy Mojang, the actual makers of Minecraft. Okay, because I don't I don't see why you would. Uh... I mean, it's already been out. It's it's just been released on next generation consoles. Yeah. Um, any kind of profit that goes on, surely you wouldn't get it after you purchased a studio. It, I just find all this really strange. It's like certain studios at the moment, and Google and Amazon, they're all moving to buy up these sort of things for the future, aren't they? And obviously, I can't really see the whole bigger picture as they probably can. But it seems that there's quite a lot of purchasing going on at the moment for certain sort of things. Yeah, but I mean, this is weird as well because, like, it's basically a week after Minecraft's come out on, like, the PS4 and Xbox One as well. So it's not like they're jumping in so it doesn't get released on PS4 or anything like that, you know. Because that would actually be a big deal. If, like, Microsoft could come out and say you can't buy Minecraft on a PlayStation. That would actually be pretty huge. Yeah. But that's not um, the case. <laughs> what would be the case if Microsoft bought the rights to Minecraft? Could they then remove it from PlayStation? Shut um, the servers down? I think, in theory, that's possible, but they would be getting all the profits from those sales anyway, so I don't yeah. I don't really know what the point of that would be. It's just a really, really confusing thing but obviously if it's two billion pound and you work for mojang you're probably just going to say yeah okay i'd say that exactly that's that's the thing isn't it you think well it'd be nice if they stayed an independent publisher but if someone comes and offers you two billion dollars you'll just say yes you know if if i said to you gareth can i bum you Mm -hmm. no 
You meant to say no at first. No, I'm, I, well, I'm, I'm waiting for your offer. Yeah, two billion pounds. That's hard to say no to. Exactly. And I don't care who you are, if you're the butchest guy in the world that's down the pub going, oh, gays, I don't like gays, fucking disgusting, isn't they? Wee! For two billion pounds, you would pretty much do everything. Right, so there we go. <laughs> that sums up that's the mind. Thank you. Batman Arkham Knight release date announced, and that is going to be June of next year. So quite a while still before Gareth is going to make the next-gen jump. Yes, that completely average and underwhelming game is going to be what makes me buy a PS4. You're still sticking to that, that it's going to be underwhelming, didn't you? I could not be more convinced of the bad quality that that game will be on launch. Okay, even though it's predominant... Well, it is only next-gen. Yeah, that, you know, that's good, I guess. Gives you a reason to have bought that PS4, Don. But, um... I still maintain that game is going to be trash. Absolutely trash. Have you seen a trailer for that game that didn't make it look like trash? Yes, the very first one. I very much loved it. What, with Two-Face in the street shooting at the Batmobile for some reason? Yeah, for some reason. Well, obviously everyone shoots at the Batmobile because none of them like Batman. Yeah, but everybody knows... Wait, I can hear something, Gareth. Don, what is going on in Destiny right now in your review in progress? I'm sniping things on the moon. So he's still on the moon. He's still yeah. on the moon. I'm on right, the moon missions. That, that is the review so far. Right, so Gareth, sorry to interrupt you there, but I just something was happening and we really had to go down onto the ground or up into the moon with our correspondent, Don Goss. We did, I understand. Okay, uh, sorry. Yeah, like why would anyone be shooting at the Batmobile? You know your bullet's not going to get through. You know it's just going to kick the shit out of you. Like... Yeah. Serves no purpose. I suppose if, you know, all of these criminals know each other, don't they? Presumably Scarface, Joker. Scarface. (laughs) Scarface, Two-Face. Okay, sorry. And uh, presumably they've all tried to shoot at Batmobiles, the Batmobile for the last 60-odd years, or however long it is. Not one of them has managed to actually do anything to it. So you think maybe they would take a different sort of approach? Especially now it's turning into a fucking tank in its spare time as well. Exactly. Um, there is also, we've been told that there's a new strain of fear gas, which uh, I didn't know what the previous strain was, but if this one's even more furier as the first one, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the word they use. Uh, then we're going to be in for a very, very scary time. They were some of the best bits in Arkham Asylum when you met the the Scarecrow. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, but then they kept recycling that over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, you know, they just... Like, did you play the uh, Arkham Origins? Uh, no. They had, like, a... I think it was the Mad Hatter. And he just makes you go to, like, a weird Alice in Wonderland place for some reason. Just randomly and it it just gets it's like every game needs that it's like every Batman game needs oh my parents are dead and here's a bit where I'm really sad about it it just yeah, yeah. It, well, it feels a bit Bruce Wayne, isn't it, yeah. yeah and in all regards maybe they were going to tread back to some of the past stories yeah. okay but the, okay bottom line Arkham Knight's going to be shit there we go excellent Right, so if you can't wait until June for a new game, um, Mortal Kombat X has been confirmed for April the 14th, 2015. Yeah. And that's going to 
worldwide. Well, so Batman gets insulted, but Mortal Kombat, a series that is known for its monotony, gets a yeah from Gareth. Yeah, have you seen the shit coming out of that new Mortal Kombat game? I have, Gareth, but at the end of the day, is it just going to be the same old, same old? Because, yeah, you can fight on a 2D plane. Yeah, it looks pretty. The graphics are nice in the background. But is it going to be any different? I don't think it needs to be. Mortal Kombat's one of those games you want what you've had before, just, like, shinier and more varied. Mm, but with, with in, it hasn't got the best fighting model, has it? You don't think? I really no. like Mortal Kombat's fighting model. I find it very stilted and kind of stop-start. It doesn't feel as fluid and motion, the graceful motions of Street Fighter. I think it's way more graceful than Street Fighter. Street Fighter... Street Fighter is shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. The best fighting game of all time is Super Smash Brothers. Oh my Every god! Other can I just game. apologize to our listeners? You can because this sounds like some sort of April Fool's backwards. <laughs> it's like a score when you say everything I'm gonna say is gonna be backwards. So I actually mean coming on and calling Batman shit and then <laughs> saying that Super Smash Bros is the best beat 'em up ever. That's, that's, well, first of all, that's because that's true. Super Smash Bros. is the best beat up ever. And okay. I'll tell you for why. Because in Super Smash Bros., every single move that you want to do is easily accessible at any time. Because of the that way the game's set up. Right? That doesn't make it the best. No, I'll, I'll tell you for why. Right? Okay, you just told me for why. Whereas in, say, Street Fighter, you know, if okay. somebody's a certain distance away... And there's a specific move that's best used in that situation. Yeah. You have to go through some bullshit, like, down quarter circle forward low kick or whatever the fuck it is. It's called skill. To do it. No, it's not. It's arbit- It's That game was made at a time where we didn't have the control options we have now. What, so you'd rather just press one button and the game do everything for you? It's not about that, though. It's about decision making and reflexes, right? The best, the best game, the best fighter I've ever played, and the one I enjoyed the most was Virtual Fighter Four Evolution on the PlayStation Two. Absolutely loved that game. What made that so good? Um, I think it was the. Uh, it was kind of. It was sort of a Tekken-esque style fighting, so it wasn't over the top like something like Street Fighter, but the moves and stuff were quite easy to pull off and you felt good in doing it. Um, I think that Virtual Fighter is better than Street Fighter and you'll find a lot of people that do agree. I really enjoyed it on Sega Saturn when I first got that. Um, But it was just the fluidity of animation and just the impact of the punches and it didn't feel too over the top and you always felt like you were in control of a fight rather than doing, like you say, quarter punch, quarter punch, quarter punch, hard punch. Okay. Thank That's you. For the same reason I like Smash Bros. Then. There you go. There you go. April, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Bayonetta. If you can't wait until April or June, Bayonetta is going to be Bayonetta Two is going to be released next month on October the twenty fourth for the. Well, I don't know what's that. The where oh it begins with W, doesn't it? It's yeah. a console, I think. Uh, what, a console? I'm pretty sure it's a console. It's I like don't... a Wii, but but different. Oh, is that the one with the screen controller? Yeah, you know when uh, that controller came out and everyone thought it was just a new controller for the Wii? 
It was actually a brand yeah. new console, and nobody. Oh, that's for this console. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. What bayonet was? Why would you release bayonet two on that? I don't know. Nintendo gave you money. Oh, that's 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 fairly strange, isn't it? I absolutely love the original Bayonetta, um, and I don't I don't really know. Maybe the deal was made before uh, Platinum Studios actually knew what the, the Wii U was going to be like. Not that it's a bad console, but because of the uh, the target audience, you know, Bayonetta mm. performed under under what it was expected to. And that was being released simultaneously on Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. So, I wouldn't be surprised to see a Bayonetta 2 on the Xbox 360 and the PS3 or even next-gen consoles because how are they possibly going to make money off of it? Well, this is the thing. is like, you know, Bayonetta 1 didn't do well enough to merit a sequel, unfortunately. Because no. I also really like that game. Uh, it's like insane in the best yeah. possible way. And actually really fucking hard. You needed to pay some serious oh, attention yeah. if you wanted to beat that game. And that made it yeah. fun. Brilliant game. So Nintendo, like, it seems like this game never would have happened if it weren't for Nintendo getting out there and funding it. Um, I would imagine, which is why it's exclusive. But if that's true, then bravo Nintendo. I mean, it's really stupid of them. Because they're funding yeah. a game that's not going to sell on their console that doesn't because sell. <laughs> we know what the Wii U audience is like. It's Don Goss. It's, you know, it's Guy Whitlock. These are the guys, they know what they want. Rory? Rory's a big Wii U guy. Friend of the yeah, show. But if you can only get one out of three people, Guy's not going to buy it because Guy knows what he wants. You know, what's his name? Don. So I keep <laughs> forgetting his name. He's going to be too busy playing Destiny. Um, not that he's got it. You know, not to ruin what have we been playing. Uh, Don! Hello? What's going on in your review in progress? Uh, I'm riding a pike into the bottom of the moon. Still still on the moon there? Yeah, there's, there's big missions on the moon. Big Did he things. say a pike big... or a pike? A pike. It's like a bike thing that hovers oh, and it's got was, guns on it. I was imagining some kind of aquatic fish. <laughs> That would have just been weird. That would have been brilliant. If but anyway, you've got a Wii U, uh, Don. Are you going to be buying Bayonetta 2? What? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, but what I, what I think it is, Gareth, okay, I think it's, you know, the Japanese developers and the publishers getting together and saying... Sorry, it's still a bit loud. <laughs> sorry, guys. Thanks, Don. Um, what I was saying is it sounds like a big F you to the rest of the industry from uh, Japan, doesn't it? And we're all going to get together and sort of do what we want to do because that's what it seemed. I watched the Sony PAX conference. I don't know if you saw it, Gareth. Uh, I didn't know. But if you watch it, there's an English translation with like an English dub over the top. And for the first time ever, I think the Western um, sort of gaming world and the eastern gaming world are so far apart now mm-hmm. that they're almost separate entities and i think obviously nintendo is seeing platinum as their ally because obviously platinum works with konami they made brilliant uh, metal gear rising revengeance and i just think they're all kind of hoarding together now to look after their own i'm getting that feeling and that you know oh they don't appreciate our game so let's just release it on the nintendo console Maybe. um but if 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 you watch the presentation, 
it's just the Western's all about the glitz and the glamour, but you watch the uh, Sony PAX conference and it's very matter of fact and quite, I wouldn't say it was boring, but <laughs> there was a lot more information right. uh, given up than what we normally get in these breakneck American speed things. Okay. Right. So that's it for uh, Bayonetta 2. Uh, Middle Earth. Sorry, Gareth. It's like, I was just going to say, by then I'll probably have a Wii U for Smash Bros. And I'll be buying Bayonetta 2. So. When is Smash Bros coming out? Christmas. So you're going to have one two months before Smash Bros comes out. What? It comes out in October, uh, Bayonetta 2. Of next year, isn't it? No, this year. Oh, shit. All right, well, I'll get it when I get Smash Bros. It's going to be £5 by then, anyway. <laughs> Hopefully. Mid-Love, Shadow of Mordor, has been delayed on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Uh, <gasps> cares? Yeah. That no one cares. Got a sword. <laughs> got a bloody great sword. He's got a bloody great... Right, Don, tell us, go. Fucking hell. There's a bloody great sword, and I've just got it, and I'm fucking hacking people to death. <laughs> wow. That, my God. Uh, someone that's been playing a game for far too long. I hope he's still playing a game. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's not holding his penis in his hand. Uh, no one thought they were going to be swords. There's swords. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. This is dreamy. It's dreamy. That's, that's one of. Uh, oh, top. sword to the face! Wow. <laughs> oh uh, I don't want to talk about the room free. What is the room even, Gareth? Is that something that you're interested in? The room is yeah. the best game you can buy on a mobile device. I would say. Wow! Wow! Now my interest is peaked. Yeah, it's like a it's like a puzzle game. Okay. Um, where you're just put in front of a uh, like a puzzle box and then just left to figure it out. Great, like a Rubik's cube. Almost, except fun. Rubik's Cube can be fun. <laughs> it can be, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's been two The Rooms before, and they're both fantastic. Um, they're usually on sale quite often as well, because they've been out for a while. Um, okay. And they're very good for, like, you know, because you're on the bus all the time. Yeah. Like, if you had your iPad on the bus, you could be playing The Room and, like, unlocking these boxes and stuff. Uh, I think they're best played that way, because I played the first room on my phone. And completed it in like one sitting, yeah, like a few hours. Um, I think it's really designed to be sort of piecemeal, a bit here, a bit there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those games are fantastic, and they're making a new one. So, yay! That's, that's nice news for everyone. Um, Destiny owners on PS3 and Xbox 360 will get a free upgrade to PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. So, Don, you can upgrade your PlayStation 4 copy to an Xbox One copy. <laughs> No, no, I can't. Or you can download, um, downgrade to a PlayStation free copy. <laughs> Do you think they give you money for that? If it's free to upgrade, they must give you money to downgrade. That stands to reason, I guess. Yeah. Those who purchase the digital version of the upcoming sci-fi shoot on an evil last gen console can upgrade to the digital PlayStation 4, free C- Xbox One, without any additional... Um, cost, which I think is quite nice of them. So hopefully it will be locked to an account. So obviously, you know these tramps you were talking about, Gareth. Yeah. 
they would say, oh, I want to upgrade it on it and then give the code to their friend to download it onto a next-gen console. Uh-huh. Surely that won't happen. It's got to be kind of locked to your account, hasn't it? You think, yeah. Don't yawn, please. I'm sorry. I'm impression that you're bored. <laughs> I'm not bored, I'm not bored. I'm just a bit He's sleepy. not bored. And Nintendo Amiibo figures, which you're very um, excited about, aren't you, Gareth? They're priced and ready to pre-order for ten ninety-nine each. Is that a good price? Um, and I thought you'd be pretty into these, Rob. Yeah, but I'm not really Nintendo. Ah, but they're yeah. they're figures that you buy, and they're well made, and they actually do stuff. You love figures. I do love figures, but I would rather buy the Figma ones. You can get uh, Samus and um, Link uh, Figma figures. They're really good. Um, and I suggest you save all your money from these, Gareth, and actually do that. I can imagine you sitting there with them all down your pants playing Smash Brothers. <laughs> why, why Why could you imagine that? Because you're weird. That's, yeah, I'm pretty weird. Yeah, okay. But anyway, the point is... What's the point? Amiibos are... 10.99. What's the point in Amiibos? We don't know. There is none. So it's the same crowd as the kind of uh, the Crash Skylanders and Disney Infinity. It's that kind of they're going to get more money out of you by selling you pieces of plastic. But because they're Nintendo, they're a little bit more attractive. But looking at that, I'd only really want Samus Aran and maybe Link. Who would want to buy the Mario? Link? No, but the Mario's got want... like a fireball in his hand. It looks cool. It's nice, but who's going to buy the Wii trainer? Yes. Yeah, the well, Wii trainer. We've, we've got an update there, Gareth. Don has just made a gesture of emotion. <laughs> we're over to him live now on the moon to find out why that gesture happened. I'm happy to report the sword of something is gone. So oh, there you go. Was it of limited use, or did you die and drop it? No, or? it was. We had to tip, we had to destroy it, and it is now destroyed. Don't worry, we're all safe. Right, so you had to destroy the sword. Mm-hmm. What's the yes. name of it? You used it as a weapon. Yes. And when everyone was dead, yes. you calmly dispatched it in a <laughs> responsible manner. It, uh, it handily dispatched itself once you had dispatched oh. everyone else. That's nice of it. It was quite, quite handy, yeah. That's a really badly designed sword. Well, it, is. it only existed because these magical things brought it into being. So once you killed them... Well, well, the problem is, Don, they've yep. created a sword... That will only disappear if they all die from it. <laughs> so you know that's that's not really good. Maybe if they design a sword to obliterate, if anyone ever tried to attack them with it, that would have been a much better use of their time. <laughs> well, it certainly would have stopped them all getting hacked to death. Which is <laughs> what just happened by their own sword. Yep. Don't you have guns? I do, and I could have used my guns, but swords, man. Why would they create swords, swords. when you have guns? Because. That's part of the story. Spoilers. Oh yeah, it's just part of the story. Don't question it. And and also plasma swords from Halo. Remember, it's budget. <laughs> they don't stretch their imagination that far, do they? Fair enough. Okay. Right, so Which that's it for this. Go. Sorry, sorry, Don. I'm t- I forgot we weren't talking to you anymore. I'm sorry. I no, forgot yeah. we stopped talking to you about Destiny. <laughs> it's just saying it. it switches to third person for the swords. That was just it. That was it. Anyway, carry on. Thank you very much. Right, Gareth. Yeah. On to the feature.
Hi everybody, it's Video Game Music Time with me, Gareth. This week, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. we got quite a long podcast, so I don't want to put in a song that's, you know, eight minutes long or something like that. So instead, I'm just going to treat you to the song that goes with everything. That's right. It could only be from Hyper Street Fighter 2 Anniversary Edition, Guile's Theme. Gareth, what's your favourite feature on your body? <laughs> uh, I got pretty sexy ass. Oh yes. I have, I have relatively low self-esteem, but I know for a fact my ass is like dynamite. Oh yes. What, what it blows up? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What's your favourite uh, feature? <clears throat> feature? Yeah. Uh, surround sound. <laughs> Great. Uh, mine would probably be. My eyes. And I've noticed, Don, that you do talk in surround sound. I do. When I'm talking to you, I can sort of hear it from behind me. If you're behind me, I don't know where you would be. Right. a little whistle so, in the <laughs> behind you. <laughs> oh, yes. And coupled with Gareth's great ass, you know, you've got a, a great night ahead. <laughs> right, so the feature this week, Gareth, we're going to be talking about games that we would like to take one of and one of the other and put them together. I haven't explained it very well, so Gareth, explain it again. Okay. Uh, the idea being, and one of these threads comes up on the group, like probably I would say once a month, 
um, where we take uh, one game and we take another game and we smash them together to make a new game. Uh, it doesn't have to be two games. It could be, I guess you could have any number of games that you wanted as long as the idea made sense. Yeah. And then we try and uh, explain our game to other people and see if they like it or not. I think like it should be, if you'd be willing to buy that game, yeah. then the other person's been successful. Thank you. Right, so I'll go with my successful uh, game first. I would really, really like a combination of Command and Conquer and Call of Duty. Now, you might say to me, Rob, you dick. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I love the old Call of, uh, Command and Conquers. Okay, I loved all that strategy behind it. But I thought that it was at its weakest when you just got loads and loads of tanks and you kind of just sent them all in at once and then you just waited there for sort of the obliteration to begin. And you always kind of had a feeling that you were going to either win or you were going to lose. Now, my game would entail that sort of um, resource management, resource gathering to be able to buy units. Now, when you sent yourself in to the conflict you would only have as many troops and tanks as you had built. And I don't know if you've ever played Battlefield. Um, Battlefield Modern Combat. That was one of the oldest, older games, and it will help if you remember what that was like. Did you ever play that one, Gareth? Uh, Battlefield 2, no. I started after Battlefield 2. Um, but basically, you could command any unit on the battlefield. Uh-huh. So if you looked up and you could see a, um, a helicopter you could actually zoom onto that helicopter. So it's the same as Battlefield is now with the tickets and stuff and how many units you have left. Mm-hmm. But you could kind of see a sniper up on a on a hill and you could sort of morph into him and you could sort of shift into that character or you could shift into a tank and you could kind of command the battlefield. And that's what my dream would be. It would be kind of like you can make the units but you'd have to gather the gold first and do all this resource management. I feel like that exists... Do you feel like that, Gareth? Or would you like to tell me what it is, please, so I can go and buy it? What is it? Um, there was a game, it was supposed to be like an Advance Wars, but for the GameCube. But it turned into something a bit different. Battalion Wars? Battalion Wars, yeah. Was no. that not? No. Was that not that? It was kind of like that, but it wasn't that. And that's what I'm saying. There are games that are a little bit like that, but we haven't got that kind of depth of strategy where you can build your own bases build your defences, plus the kind of great uh, first-person shooter gameplay of A Call of Duty. And being able to go into war and stuff like that, knowing that you know, you've know you put all of these resources into it, and it'd be good online as well, because you'd have to um, plan ahead mm-hmm. um, for um, an attack. Lily, will you be quiet? You don't know anything about Call of Duty or Command and Conquer, <laughs> so I don't want you to talk. Thank you. So that's basically it. And being able to know what your enemy's doing or not knowing and knowing when it's time to send your troops out because your base may be critically left untapped um, will be up to you. And I think it would just be really good. And Call of Duty's kind of... Uh, not Call of Duty, Command and Conquer has kind of fallen by the wayside of late. But I remember Red Alert 2 on the PlayStation. I absolutely love that game. 
it was fantastic. But like I say, I don't think the combat was the strongest part of it. And I think if you had a more direct control over the combat, um, I think it would be a superb game. Gareth, would you buy my game? Um, hmm. Probably not. I'm not as up on my... I don't want to hear your reasons. Don! I don't take criticism very well. (laughs) Don, do you want to buy my game? Uh, Sure, mate, yeah. Thank you. Brilliant. At least someone does. Gareth, what is your game? Well, my game is very unoriginal. Um, My game would be a cross between uh, Super Smash Brothers... Oh, and Splinter Cell. (laughs) 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 It would basically be between Super Smash Brothers and, like, Google, right? Oh, dear. So you would get to the character select screen, and it would be like, select your character. And then you would just type into Google any character or any, like, fictional person... No, that would work. Sorry. Yeah, it does. Your, your game's already been shot down. No, it's not. What what, what console would it be released, released on, Gareth? Well, it would be a Smash Bros. game, so it would be okay. released on a Nintendo console. Okay. Let's but say the Wii anyone. U, for example. What if, what if I typed in, I don't know, Sam Fisher? Then you could play as Sam Fisher. Even though he's a Microsoft character. Wouldn't matter, because it's fictional. No, 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 you didn't say that. <laughs> You didn't say that you could break all rules. Otherwise, well, that's I would implied. Like... No, 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 it wasn't. You, you can't, I'm afraid. You can only use Nintendo characters then. And basically all you've come up with is Super Smash Bros. again. No. Yeah? No, because, you... no, because like, for example, Solid okay. Snake is in Smash Bros. Okay, so... Pac-Man is in Smash Bros. You can Neither get those... any sort of character, but as long as they've been in a Smash Bros. before. No, any character. No. You could type in Barack Obama and then it pop up. And the game announcer will be like, Barack Obama! And then you could switch his costume to like, at the beach Barack Obama or some shit. Yeah. And he could be fighting like Peter Griffin. Yeah, there is already a game released and it's called Mugen. Yeah, I know, but Mugen has a shit fighting engine. Whereas yeah. this would be the Smash Bros. engine. Okay, so Gareth, who's going to sit there and do uh, do um, unique fighting mechanisms for every single person on the face of this planet? Whoever makes Smash Bros. games. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's your answer. <laughs> so you're going to sit there and get this guy to design character models for every single thing on the planet. Yeah, and then... Or he can do it on the fly, can't he? If someone types it in, then he can, while it's loading, he can make render that character model and then send it out there. Yeah, it would only take him, like, a, a few seconds. Yeah. yeah. It's just one guy as well. Just this one guy. Okay, yeah. And everybody playing this game... Is connected he's... to him. Just, just to his brain. Yeah. And then he, like, imagines the character... <laughs> well, so not only have you broken all copyright laws... <laughs> But you've also invented a brand new system of character development. Yeah, it's a, it's a work in progress, but I believe okay. the guy I will probably survive. If it's being released on the Wii U, there will only be about ten people that buy it anyway. Oh. 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 So who would be your dream matchup, Gareth? My dream matchup would yeah. be. See, the sad thing is, it will probably just be Smash Bros. characters. Yeah. And you would only ever play with Smash Bros. characters. <laughs> Because no one else would appeal to you. Yeah, it would probably be like Young Link versus Toon Link, just to see what the actual differences are. 
Fantastic. So you went out your way to do all of that just for this little matchup. Yeah, pretty much. Brilliant. Well, thanks for that, Gareth. <laughs> As I don't like Smash Bros, I probably won't buy it. Oh, come on. But actually, I probably would there buy you it go. just to prove you wrong that it wouldn't work. Just to and play then, as yourself versus Guy Whitlock in every oh, fight. That would be brilliant. Yeah. Guy Whitlock's character wouldn't turn up, though. That so is true. You're in a level on your own. You'd win by default. Yeah, because you wouldn't turn up. But it's lovely in theory, Gareth, but I just don't see it happening. Sorry. Uh, back to Salty Bear I go. Yep. Don? Hello. What's going on in Destiny? It's not uh, Destiny. Oh, it's so, a sorry, you're reviewing progress. <laughs> I'm just hanging around in a tower at the moment, having nice little chats with people. Oh, that's really nice. Would you like to have a chat with us quickly, Don? <laughs> sure. Um, Fantastic. If I have to, yeah. Yeah. Pull yourself away from that world and talk to us in the real world. Hello. Hi there. Um, if you could put two games together to create a totally new one, um, sort of Gareth didn't really do that. He just basically said <laughs> Smash Brothers with anyone you could want to be. So that's not really two games put into one. So already he kind of just went against everything he said in the first place. So what would you do? Well, uh, my two favourite games... Borderlands uh, Halo. No. <laughs> <laughs> you would think, but no. Okay. Uh, favorite, one of my favourite games of all time is Black on the PS2. Racist. Um, legendary shooter <laughs> and slightly racist. Um, yep. Yes. So it would be a mix-up between that and my other favourite game from the Call Amiga days. <laughs> what? Just like Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> just, think, just random. No, it would be uh, my favourite game from the Amiga days, uh, which was uh, World Tournament Strip Poker Pro. Oh, yes. (laughs) And what would happen is a mixture of those two games. uh, As I remember, Black had something like only about eight levels or something like that. Black Strip Tournament. It would be called Stripped Black. (laughs) Wow. Genius. Genius. And uh, basically what happens is um, uh, you play through the, uh, the missions in Black just as you would do normally. Um, okay. But when you complete each mission, um, your girlfriend removes a layer of her clothing. Wow. <laughs> and is she all pixelated and awful looking like she would be? Or is she in next generation graphics? No, it's, it's like my actual girlfriend. Uh, she sits there and watches me play. And then as I beat a mission, she he takes off have, a layer of clothing. doesn't have a girlfriend, does he? I don't think so. No, no he, so... he doesn't. But that's, oh, would she be delivered in the package? It would be a box set, and she would okay. be a box set, obviously. And she, would she be so like a Polish bride, Russian bride? <clears throat> no, you, there's an international edition. You can pick whatever nationality you want. Okay, so how would they get the women on board with this? Do they know what's going on, or are they kind of drugged up? <laughs> they would just be, they'd be in it for the fun. Okay. It's my so... game, don't ruin it. <laughs> um, I, no, I need to question you deeper. Well, well, I was going to say, there's about eight levels in black, so once you finally complete the last mission, there's, you can't have more than eight layers of clothing, so by that time she's completely naked and you can go off and have sex. With her, or...? Obviously, yes. And okay. that's the perfect game. You sit there, you play your game, and then you get to have sex afterwards. And what does she do when you're not playing the game? Does she clean? <laughs> no, we're not sexist here. There's okay. No... <laughs> so what does she do, Don? She uh, goes about her, her daily life, enjoying herself. You know, she she's allowed to 
But this just sounds like having a girlfriend and playing black. <laughs> That's basically what I was like. <laughs> okay. It's so sad that you have to kind of buy that in a box set. Why couldn't you just... Well, you know. If you had a girlfriend, would you play black? just seems a lot easier than going out into the real world and actually, okay. you know, interacting with real human beings. Right, so are we going to have Don's game? Uh, I think Don somehow, against all odds, managed to pitch a game that sounded worse than mine. What? Mine's the best game, because not only do you get a brilliant game, but you also get a girlfriend. So Yeah, but what happens if you already have a girlfriend? Then you've got one for Sunday best. That's going to be awkward. Yeah. What happens one if you week, don't want to Sunday play best. a PS2 game? Yeah. Well, you, it's available on all platforms. Black's available on Xbox. You can play it on the Xbox C60. It's fine. Yeah, but the thing is, Don, if we've already got a girlfriend, plus we don't want to play a 10-year-old game... Oh, well, you know, go and have a happy life with your girlfriend then. You, you've got a very play, niche... Play whatever game you want. It's probably even narrower than Gareth's Wii U game. Some of us don't have that luxury. Go on. Don, <laughs> look. She wouldn't be very good anyway. If oh. she's going to come bundled with black... <laughs> there's, gonna, there's better games out there. But that's a brilliant shooter. But the um, thing is, OK, well, they really release it with black... EA pick up on it and they release, you know, the next 15, FIFA 15 with an even better model attached to it. You're, yeah. What are you going to do with the old one? Trade her in? Well, no, but, but you know, you're missing out on the, the sections of the game where you get bonuses for headshots. And does for she, shoot, and for does she have sex with you regardless or do you have to be playing black? <laughs> no, she. every mission you complete, there's eight missions in black okay. and every time you complete one, takes off a layer of clothes okay, and so, so you continue playing and could you level one over and over again no because she would only she'd have already, you've already completed that one and there's nothing you know there's okay so if you've already completed it then surely she'll only do this stripping sequence once what <laughs> well you say she strips after each level but you can't yeah. do the same level twice to get her to strip uh, you have to complete the game if you want to go all the way Okay, so if you feel like you want sex, you have to sit yep. and play a game for eight hours non-stop yep. before you get to that point. Or get good at the game and do it in about three. But okay, what, so- if, what if I want to start at level five and then she like okay. takes off her fifth layer underneath before she takes off the top four layers? You've got a pretty good contortionist girlfriend and uh, you probably don't need to be playing the game. There you go. But, you know, Dom, what if she's on her period? Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. That's DLC. No one wants that. <laughs> no one wants that piece of DLC. Uh, but anyway, I think my game sounds the best. It's because yours definitely already exists. That has to already be That's, a game. It doesn't. Yours already has to be a game, Gareth. Mine already is, Mugen, but I no, want no. It to be on the Smash Brothers. The game Bros. is Engine. called Smash Brothers. Like, the concept is different, but the game is fundamentally the same. It's not two games, is it? Like you said. It's well, a game and a search engine. Well, I was not thinking bothering again. Gareth's not bothering again. What? I thought we were going to sit down and we were going to have some nice debate and a little bit of an argument and come up with some real intelligent decisions. But no, <laughs> Gareth has to go off on another one. Well, okay? here on the Game Central podcast, we are known for our intelligent arguments and discussions. <laughs> Thank you very much. And with that, it's on to... What have we been playing? <laughs> 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 Oh, 
What if we? What if we been been blue? So, if you remember last week, before we get on to what we've been playing, <coughs> I ate a piece of foodstuffs, and it was up to Gareth and Don to uh, decide which it was between them, or they could answer singularly, or they could put their brains together and come up with the answer. The prize would be halved, but unfortunately, neither of them came up with the answer. So, let's play that sound again, Gareth, from last week's show, which you're going to have to go through. Uh, painstakingly and remove that piece of audio and then plant it back into this show. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 God, I dropped it on the keypad. Have you got any idea what it is this week, guys? So here's what I remember about it. We're not going to l- listen to it before. I'm just going to go all on memory. I remember something fell on the keyboard. Yeah. So it's not like you're eating a pizza because then a whole pizza doesn't fall on a keyboard. And also, it I think you do. Hmm, maybe. But that you're also like slurping, as I recall. Yeah. So, I am gonna say maybe cereal. And Don? Uh, noodles. You were eating noodles. Did I say noodles it, last week? No, it was I'm neither. I'm saying noodles this week. It was neither. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry, um, I'm just Karen, are you looking thing. forward to Drive Club? Oh. Yep, there's not been a good golf game out for ages. Brilliant. Um, Gareth, who's number seven in your one million people? Oh my god. Is it eight or one million? <laughs> I don't I remember because we didn't, haven't done this for weeks. I know, I thought we'd give it a chance to breathe and then bring it back to keep it fresh. Alright. Um... Just say someone you'd like to do a podcast with because you've lost track with everything. Someone I'd like to do a podcast with. Uh, I would like to do a podcast with Bad News Barrett, former WWE Intercontinental Champion. Only had to forfeit it because he got injured. Yeah. So he's got a lot of free time on his hands. So conceivably, we could probably actually try and get him on the podcast and he'd say no. And I'd feel dead bad about myself. Thank you. Right, so that's all <laughs> of the regulars uh, rounded up. So what have you been playing this week, Gareth Williams? I have been playing a lot of League of Legends. Oh, no, 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 don't worry. <laughs> no. You're still bronze? Right, well, I've not been playing ranked. So it's even worse. You've well, just been playing it for no reason. Well, the thing is, is I'm really worried that I'm going to be in ranked and I'm going to lose and I'm going to get demoted further into <laughs> bronze. Even yeah, though but... I was doing really well before, now I'm all psyched out. Do you think it's you've got performance anxieties now? Yes. Yeah. Big time. Every time I think about playing a game of ranked, I get all nervous and like sweaty and warm and I have yeah. to like stand up to sort of let myself breathe because yeah. I get all worried about what you guys will say if I don't get into silver. So do you think you're just going to retire now while you're on the cusp of silver? No, I'll, I'll try and get silver, but like the there was something else on LoL that came out today. Okay. There's a new game mode they brought out called Ascension. 
Okay. Um, which is based on one of the maps uh, called Dominion, which is a crap game mode. But the thing is, you don't really like to ascend in that game, so what is there that you could Oh! There you go, it's not called Descend. DL. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Basically, the idea of the game mode is that there's a guy who spawns in the middle of the map who's really powerful, and then if you manage to kill him, you become really powerful, uh, and you gain points, and if the other team kills you whilst you're really powerful, they gain points... And every time you kill someone when you're really powerful, you gain more points. But the problem is, the whole map is like covered in this weird, thick sand. It's like fog of war, but it's all sand. Okay. Does that make it hard to move? It just... It doesn't feel really responsive. And like, the regular game has fog of war. But something about... In this game mode, it feels different and like really... Makes everything you're doing really sluggish, and it just nothing about it feels satisfying. And it's yeah, it's a massive. Sorry, can I just do some really good news? Okay, go on. Um, in Spain, guys just had his wallet robbed, which had thirty oh. euros and his bank card in it. <laughs> what? Oh, I love it. His life was going so well, wasn't it? I was just waiting for something to happen, and now I feel. I feel like the uh, the the uh, balance of life has been restored. Sorry to just interrupt you there, Gareth, but I thought that you know we, we needed some cheering up. I feel like any, breaking news. any other situation in which you told me that news, I'd be like, "Oh, poor guy, that's, <laughs> that's well harsh." But just for, oh, telling me during the podcast made it hilarious. Priceless. Ah, uh, <laughs> um, what's the saying? Oh yeah, so the the main annoying thing about this new game mode being a bit shit is that they've been talking about it for absolute months. It's meant to be like a big event, like they had a load of like lore and character histories and stuff and they recently decided that they were just going to like delete all that and start fresh, like brand new characters, uh, backstories and brand new universe. Um, yeah, I read about this. Didn't So they've basically just... Completely erased a load of actual story and started again. Yeah, like Doesn't every... that kind of ruin it for some people? Or a yeah, lot of people? so there's a lot of people who are really unhappy about it. But this uh, this new game mode Ascension was meant to be like the start of a, of a new story. Like, they're calling it the Shirima event. Like, all this stuff happening. They're releasing a new champion and new skins and this new game mode all at the same time. Um, all to do with this region of their universe called Shirima. But all they've done is release a YouTube video, which is basically just like a moving comic book with a bit of a lame uh, origin story for some of the characters. And then there's new game mode, which is terrible. So it's really underwhelming, considering they've been talking about this for years, and it's like five years worth of story gone, and this is the way they bring the story back. Oh, man. It's really disappointing. And I know no one's playing League of Legends for the story. Like, absolutely nobody. But it was always in the background as like a cool thing. Like they always justified everything going on in the game in their actual story, which made everything make sense. And now it's just you're playing with these champions, and it has nothing to do with the actual uh, universe that they're in. It's yeah. as if, um, what's an example? What's a game you like, Rob? There's quite a few, mate. Okay, I got an example. Okay. So imagine FIFA, right? Yeah. 
It's like... Wow. I, I hear some rumbling. What's going on, Don? Oh, I just got my golden gun out and I'm killing lots of people. Golden? Yeah. Wow. Already? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I skipped straight over bronze and silver, went straight to gold. So, uh, if Gareth got a PlayStation Four, would you let him hold it? No. No. Oh. If he, until he's gold in League of Legends, he's not allowed to stroke oh my, my weapon. God. God, you you don't even have a girlfriend. You could do with a bit of stroking. Shake your face. There we go. <laughs> I'm getting one when I buy my special edition of black. So exactly. Good. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like he's having a good time, at least. He sure is. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, it, yeah, like the game now just feels like um, it kind of feels like Ultimate Team, you know, Ultimate where team. like in, <laughs> instead of like actual footballers taking part in an actual season that you care about, it's yeah. just take whatever of these footballers, put them in a match against whoever else, and it's just that it doesn't feel as special yeah. as like. Uh, playing an actual game that matters in an actual season. Like a friendly. Yeah, kind of. Because like, the thing about League of Legends was it was like the strongest people in that universe get teleported to this place for a big battle and then whoever wins that battle like in the actual real world yeah. their side wins. So it's like a way of them settling arguments. Uh, but now it's not that at all. It's just this random... Ultimate team style thing. It's all very weird and I don't like it as much, but I'm gonna tell you now, I'm gonna stop being afraid and this week I'm gonna play a shitload of ranked matches. Go on, guys. Try and get back in silver. Well, I say back in, I was never in silver. No. I'm gonna try and get in silver again, like I used to try. Yeah. And I'm gonna be be doing that. Oh. I've also, uh, that's not all I've been playing this week, thankfully, because League of Legends is really boring for anyone to hear about. Tell me about it. Um, I've been no, playing. Don't tell me about it. I've been playing more Crypto the Necrodancer. Um, that game remains incredible. Uh, yes. They've not updated it in the past few weeks, which is a bit disappointing. I thought, like, because this is my first game I've bought on a Steam early access. Yeah. So it's still in alpha, and I was under the impression it was going to be like sort of really constantly updated, constantly be changing, but it's not really been that way. So I'm a bit underwhelmed. Um, fortunately, though, it's just a fantastic game, even at this early stage. So thank you. Yeah, I'm still well into Crypto the Necro Dancer. I just wish they'd add more stuff. There's like there's a character select screen, and there's three characters that you can play as, and then there's like twelve locked ones that they're like we'll get to these eventually and it's like oh yeah. I just want to try the new stuff but it's all just locked away so that's sad but yeah that's, sad. that's me I've been pretty boring this week no can destiny can I tell you something amazing me. that I saw yeah on my Facebook someone's just posted a picture from ODST uh, Halo and yeah. in the background there's a poster and it's a picture of Earth and it says Destiny awaits uh-huh. so even back then they were like planning out Destiny fantastic yeah, I feel like I remember seeing stories about that at the time and Bungie were like yeah we're going to make a game called Destiny at some point yeah. So, yeah brilliant I like little things like that I think they call them Easter eggs they do Easter eggs maybe we could talk about our favourite Easter eggs next week oh we could do that around Easter when's Easter uh, like April March, isn't it oh fuck yeah, miles too away. yeah. 
Right, so can you tell Gareth, uh, Don's just turn it down a bit? Don! Hello? <laughs> can you turn it down a little bit? It sounds like you're on the moors of Wales. So, you can I'm tell gonna... when he's out of the citadel, can't you? <laughs> I'm in a strike mission with some dudes and we're blowing the fuck out of a walker. <laughs> oh, thanks, that's really nice. Uh, maybe you'd like to come over here and blow the fuck out of a walker. <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah, because your name's Rob Walker. Yeah, blowing is it's like, like a like a blow sex. job, like a sucking willy thing. Yeah, yeah, it's clever. Okay, it's good. Thank you. Right, so this week uh, I have been playing. Yesterday I started downloading the FIFA 15 demo. I was really excited, even about as excited as I could be uh, with a full game download. I sent a picture to my girlfriend of the download, uh, just showing her how exciting how excited I was. And it feels really weird. Um, I haven't been able to score yet because the shooting system, I don't know if it feels broken, but every time you play an update of a football game, you think that there's something wrong with it. Yeah. And until you start playing it for a few weeks and then you notice the subtleties and you think, well, why did they never do this before? But when you first start playing it and it's all the new sort of animations, there's a lot more animations. It's a lot slower to build up the play. But it's absolutely fantastic. And I say, I haven't played it enough to kind of comment on overall quality, but it seems worryingly different for an EA game where they do minimal updates every year. Yeah. Because I felt that they had it so perfect last year, FIFA 14, which I think is the best football game ever made. Mm. Uh, but it's their job to continually update it. And it was the same with Pro Evo. You'd think it was the best upgrade on the PlayStation 2 and they could not make it any better you'd get the new version and you'd be like what the hell this is shit and only through playing it for a few weeks would you understand the subtleties and start learning how to play it and then you realise you know you couldn't go back to the game you were playing previously yeah I used to live in a house with people who were (laughs) yes I used to live in a house with people who were way into FIFA as well and um I lived with them for a few years, so there was a couple of, uh, you know, FIFA comes out on this day, let's all get it. Yeah. And then they'd be, like, talking about the differences, the su- even little subtle things, like the way the ball reacts to players' feet. They would yeah. be going way in-depth conversations about, like, how it changes their strategies and stuff. That yeah. stuff's really interesting, and even though it's something that I can't get behind, I can definitely respect EA's level of, like... Um... Yeah, well, especially if you in- enjoy football and you like to play football and you understand the way football should move yeah. if struck in a certain way and it gives you a real thrill to see a computer controlled um, player that you're controlling hit the ball uh, with a particular part of the foot like doing out spin in spin putting some spin on the ball and the ball reacting uh, realistically how you would expect it to in real life and I think that's the pinnacle of football games really in the you know what you do on the control pad intuitively happens on screen because you know football games used to be you just press shoot and then just kick the ball there wouldn't be no sort of uh delicate touches or hits with the outside of the boot like if you're if you're right footed and you're coming in from the right hand side and you want to hit the top corner sometimes they'll hit it with the outside of their foot and bend it round, Mm -hmm. and you think yeah because that's what they would do in real life and this year, you know, every single Premier League uh, ground is going to be made up in meticulous detail. In the past, you would have only got about four or five of the top teams having their stadiums recreated in FIFA. But now it's even teams like Hull, 
and Swansea. Uh, they're all getting their things, and it's going to be proper Barclays Premier League, and the presentation is just absolutely fantastic. It's ridiculous. I'll tell you why they've done that. Is because now, like, they'll obviously already have Old Trafford all mapped out, but now United yeah. are like a mid... Uh, yeah, mid table team. They need yeah. to do the re- for the rest of the team so they don't seem biased. Yeah, you never know. But that's that's the pinnacle of what I've always wanted is for you know every team to have every single player photorealistic. We're still not at that point yet. Yeah. But hopefully we'll get there one day, and that will be the ultimate football game. But I don't think if there's ever been a football game that I've played where I thought the previous versions have been better I, I mean I, I missed out a few years of Pro Evo yeah uh, there was a, a, a time when I was just playing Pro Evolution Soccer 6 for about three seasons because I didn't like 2007 2008 2009 Pro Evo but then I got into FIFA and I haven't looked back which I think is a similar story to everyone else but yeah. apparently Pro Evo is going to be going in big this year and that's because that they're using... going in big think about it Gareth that that could mean anything. Exactly. But they're going in big. They're going to be using the Fox engine, a whole new engine, a oh, whole shit. new sort of mechanic system. It's Konami. They're really going to go for it because I think this is literally their last year, if I'm being honest, to try and catch up on FIFA. Hmm. Because it used to be pro gameplay, FIFA, all the kind of bells and whistles attached to it. Um, but now FIFA's got the gameplay plus all the bells and whistles and the presentation. And Pro really needs to play a good game of football, which it just hasn't been for the last few years. Yeah. Uh, it needs to return to its sort of more arcadey roots of that instant gratification of football uh, because the next generation is where it went wrong for them. Um, from the PlayStation 2 to the PlayStation 3 is where they kind of lost their way. Mm. And if this generation can be the year that Pro Evo gets back on track, then it can only be good for the competition. Uh, I've also been playing Ooh. Minecraft for some reason. I was, I did have some questions. I have a question. <laughs> Go. Uh, so, what's actually in the demo? What's what can you actually do in it? You what play teams? football, Gareth. Well, yeah, um, I know you play football. <laughs> and you you get Paris Saint Germain. Really? Yeah. Okay. They're they're a big team now, Gareth. They're one of the richest teams in the world. Yeah, but Gareth, Dex, please. <laughs> Fucking hell! He bought planes that go past. He's a right idiot. As if a pug could go up against a plane. (laughs) There's your game. (laughs) That is the game. Pugs on a plane. Pug versus plane. Done. I'd buy that. Yeah. (laughs) It could be called Pain. Could Max Pain. Maximum Pug Plane. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so so you basically get like Paris Saint Germain. Okay. Uh, I think you get. I'm just trying to think. Chelsea, Liverpool, Boca Juniors for some reason, huh. uh, and Barcelona. Man, that's quite a lot. No, it's quite a lot. For some reason I associate like a FIFA demo with only having two teams in. Yeah. And just play with those teams for months on end. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's out on the September the whatever and twenty oh, first, okay. I believe it to be. And I'm just so looking forward to it. It's ridiculous. I actually love the game. And if it wasn't for FIFA, I probably would have traded in my Xbox One, in all Ooh. honesty. No, seriously, because that's the only game I've played. And it's kept me going over this past year. Well, 
you say it's the only game you've played, but our little birdie just told me that you've also been playing Minecraft. I have. Now, I don't know what it was. I was sitting there with my willy in my hand. <laughs> you, you know when you don't even know that you're doing it? What, having my willy in my hand? Yeah, when you're kind of watching TV or something and you're just sort of caressing it and, you, you know, you only become aware of it at a certain point. No? Why am I so be... much different to other people? I say things expect people to go, yeah, yeah, sure, that happens all the time, but I get just get met with silence. But anyway, it was one of those nights where okay. you're not doing particularly much and you just got your hand down your pants having a play. And then I saw it for, I think it was twelve ninety nine, mm-hmm. And I thought maybe this is the time for me to give it a chance rather than just calling it a child's game and getting annoyed. And I put it on and sudden, suddenly um, it's, it takes you into its world. And it's really weird because in creative mode, it's so relaxing and nice. You feel like God creating Earth. Yeah. With no pressure on you. You're not asked to kill anyone. There's no rock music blaring out. It's nice, classical, peaceful music. And you kind of just play it, and then you look at the clock, and like an hour and a half's passed. Yep. And you think, what have I actually done? And for the last few days, I've just been building a nice little mansion um, and with a moat around it and a nice wall around it. So I've got the grounds to my mansion. I've got my mansion in the middle. And Becky's saying to me, but what's, what's the point? What is, what, what's going on? And I'm kind of like, well, I think it's the fact that it's my own little world. Yeah. And I'm affecting it. I built this. I'm proud of this. Look at what I built with my own... I used yeah. my brain and I made this out of my own brain. It's incredible. Yeah, and, it, and you know, it's a simplistic look to it. But I think it has to be that, otherwise it would be too complicated. It has to be on a grid system. Yeah. It has to be, because you would just start burrowing into the ground and you wouldn't know where the fuck you were going, you know. And I don't know if it's just me being an idiot, um, but I tried to make a moat, but I just dug into the ground and then tried to put water in it. But I don't think you can put water straight on top of dirt, because it absorbs it. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Yes, so I had to sort of build a concrete foundation in the floor before I could fill it up with water, the uh, moat. And it's it's little things like that. I didn't want to read any guides. Basically, I'm just going in there bareback. And I don't I don't know what it is that I'm actually doing. Uh-huh. But I'm just finding it out as I go along. It's the best uh, way. It is the best way. And, you know, I've built gates with switches. And I've seen... After I started doing it, because before I'd watch videos of Minecraft and it would annoy me, but I think when you realise the actual skill it takes and the dedication, I mean, there's teams of people that go into a server and they will completely flatten it and build a city. Yeah. And I've seen cities with working like tram lines of minecarts and buildings with apartments in them, mm-hmm. and they've actually built these buildings with about 10 floors, and each floor has got its own living space, um, which just blew me away, because building my little house, my two-floored house, with a wall around it, has taken me about three days, about four hours, and you really start to realise, you know, the work that's gone into this, and the worlds are massive, and, you know, I like to zoom up into the sky and just see what I've done, and it's like (laughs) a little speck on my map. Uh-huh. And it's just absolutely fantastic. 
And I don't know how long it's going to keep my uh, my interest, but there's that survival mode, which I haven't even began to start yet. Yeah. Which I think could be interesting because I think you have to sort of mine your own. Did you? Was you one of the people on PC that kind of started playing it when it first started sort of going around? No, I only got into it uh, like last year. Uh, yeah. I, it was on uh, the 360 and I got... So it was back when I was renting games. So it was also out on disc. It was like an Xbox Live Arcade game that also came out on disc. And I rented the disc and I played it and I was like, holy shit, this isn't what I thought it was at all. Uh-huh. Like, I had been led to believe it was just like, like you, you know, like kiddie game, basically Lego, like basically just do whatever the fuck you want and nothing matters. But yeah. actually it just draws you in and it's it takes itself seriously, which yeah. I think really helps. Like, you know, they're not playing like goofy music, it's a kid's game, it's like, it's really peaceful, really calming. It's actually really pretty, because like, it's like if you're just, you know, if you're walking through the countryside and you see just a really pretty view, and you're like, oh. Yeah, or the sun setting or rising. Yeah, it's similar things in Minecraft, you know, you'll be you'll come over a hill and you'll just see a particular view that you're like, wow, that's that's just a, a really gorgeous view. And it, it has yeah. that quality to it. Even though it's so simple, um, it just feels organic. Yeah. Um, and the music's gorgeous. And I, I actually played some music on the show a couple of weeks ago. It's, yeah. it, it's not what you think it is. People who are listening to this podcast who have never played Minecraft, it's not what you think it is. You actually will like it because and that's the thing it when you put it down to its bare minimum you say it's not what you think it is it is everything in a sort of mind-bending way it's everything and nothing yeah in the fact that it is what you want it to be you know it can be an annoying crap or it can be you know play it an hour before you go to bed and you'll just fall asleep yeah <laughs> because you'll be so like chilled and oh yeah man i've just made a house I would like a few different things, like a few more home, homey kind of things. I don't know which kind of universe, because it seems quite medieval. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like, you know, a kitchen side. I'd love that. There's some sort of stuff like that. You can make a cooker, so you cook meat and then you can eat. Like in survival mode, you need to eat, otherwise you die. So it's like Yeah, see, that, that's quite interesting. And I didn't realise there was a kind of survival mode like that that was that in-depth. Yeah. And you can sort of hunt different animals and you can make different potions and you can make different weapons. And I could see myself getting into that. And is it like a constant world in that you're just trying to survive and you'll build a little hut and you go in there at night because they say certain things come out at night? Yeah, there's like um, zombies and skeletons that come out at night and try and attack you if they see you. But it, you can make like a bed and then uh, if it's nighttime you can sleep and then you'll wake up in the morning. So and and what what is the kind of goal the main aim there isn't one you survive and then then you build a bigger house and then you can build a a wall and then you can build exactly so it's like you know you you make a small square with a roof and then you're safe in that for the night and then you'll go out and you'll find the stuff to make a bed so then when it comes night time you just sleep and you wake up and it's daytime so you don't have to worry about night time anymore so then you're like well I want to make my house bigger because now it's just a square so you make your house bigger and you're like, well, I want to make a cooker so I can cook all this pork I've got from killing all these it's pigs. Just, and it just it's so it evolves and evolves. Because 
at the end of it, it's the same as DayZ and it's the same as that Rust game mm. in that, you know, you start at the bare minimum and you work your way up. And I think there's something intrinsically in the human mind that you want to do that because, you know, that that is survival at its base element. And I think everyone deep down finds that interesting, that kind of game of survival and having to hunt for meat and stuff. And it's very... Um, sort of caveman-y style, wasn't it? Oh, it's it? primal, yeah. It's primal, and it goes to your instincts, and obviously I'm not saying it would have been like Minecraft going around in a <laughs> sort of square universe, but at the same time, this sort of game seems to be very popular at the moment in that you just survive with no clear goal or objective, yeah. and pe- people were responding really well to it. It's like, you know, when you guys say to me, like, why are you excited for No Man's Sky? Like, what is there to do in that game? It's like, it's the same as Minecraft, you know? There's not there's not an end goal. Yeah. There's just, like, existing. And it's, you know, it's like if you were just left in a house on your yeah. own, what would, would you die. do with your day? Like, you know, yeah. you'd find things to do and you'd... You'd set your own goals and you'd achieve them and then you'd feel a sense of achievement even though you set the goal yourself. It's the same with Minecraft. It's like, you know, I have this big house. I want to build a big tower on top of it just because I can and I want to see how difficult that is. Like six hours later, you've got this sick tower and then you're like, okay, what can I do now? What You venture further out, you dig a cave, maybe you'll find a big cavern underneath that'll have new stuff in. It's just... The game... Like, it rewards you for you challenging yourself. Yeah, and you're always setting yourself goals, and you can look back and you think, oh, when I first started this house, it was just a little cube, but now I've built a wall and everything around it. And I taught myself how to do that. And you can visualise it, and you can see it in front of you. That, you know, you've made everything that's in front of you. Yeah, there's no, you know, there's no goal. It doesn't say, like, now collect 50 wood to make a said thing. You just think to yourself, like, I'm going to get a load of wood and I'm going to make planks because I want to have a little log cabin. So then you do that and then you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to start building like a an extension to this log cabin to see, to have another room in. And it's, yeah. it starts like that and it evolves and then you, it never gets boring because you're setting the goals for yourself. Like, if, no. you're not going to set a boring goal for yourself that you don't want to no. do. So... I want to stand in this spot for 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. And watch so, the world go around. So it's like, it's kind of the laziest design in the world. Make the people, like, create their own game. Yeah. And create their own gameplay. But at the same time, it's genius, because that'll never get yeah. old. <laughs> so... And that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, games seem to be going towards that sort of you are the game, you are God, and you, you have to do everything, Yeah. basically. And I'm, I'm already, as I'm playing Minecraft, I'm thinking two steps ahead of what I want to do next. Like, I'm doing my wall at the moment, but when the wall's sorted out, I want to do something else. Yeah. And I want to build a cart system into another sort of village up the road. And go. then I want to look up and think, I've designed this whole effing village, you bastards. <laughs> you know? Exactly. But... Um, what's Don Goss up to? What is Don Goss up to? That's the question. So we're on to the main event of the entire week now. Here we go. Because we know what Don's been playing. And it's but kind you of... Don't. It's fair Some to say... Some people may have picked it up throughout the podcast. It's fair to say it's the, hot, the hottest game of the week. Oh, it's so hot, I can't even touch it right now. <laughs> so, if he's still listening, 
Don, <laughs> hello. What have you been playing? So I'm just gonna go to orbit. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> there we go. Ah, oh, and relax. <laughs> and ejaculate by the sound of it. Well, this week um, I got older PS4, Ooh. and I've been playing quite a few games actually. Actually, Rob, tell us Rob. what you think about the PS4. Yeah, um, just think, as, as a, a console. Rob? Yeah, baby. What are you doing? I'm filling up... Uh, well, I've just started feeding my dog. Because I, the I forgot... Thing ever. I forgot that... So it says the guy that's just been playing a first-person shooter down his headset. We assume it's a first-person shooter anyway. We don't know... Yeah, we do. We don't really know anything about it as yet. Uh, so anyway, Don, before you get all up on your high horse, right... <laughs> I've got to feed my dog, because my dog will die. He normally has his food at half five, but it's half eight. And he's looking at me, thinking, like, Rob, come on. What's going on? Right, so here we go. Uh. Don, it's over to you. No, hang on. What do you think of the PlayStation 4? I was going to start with that. It's all right. Okay. It's all um, right. It's all right. PS4, um, it's a very nice piece of kit. Um, it's. Uh, I didn't have a PlayStation Three. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what I, uh, made you go for the PlayStation Four, you weirdo? Over an Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, it's got more games on it than I want that are coming like out. Like what? Like what? Yeah. Things like Bloodborne. And I. Uh, it's cheaper. That was the other. <laughs> the other part <laughs> to it. Um, and what? You know? Why not? It's gorgeous, so in it, Don. It's uh, it's a nice piece of kit. I, I, it, I, you know, it's. I've had no problems with it whatsoever. Obviously, the uh, online it works really well. I've not had any issues with PSN so far. Fingers it's crossed. It's the um, you're for, like me. You're going from an Xbox 360 to yeah. But so, how's the controller in comparison? The one complaint, the one bad thing about the entire system is it's that still using those, those shitty thumbsticks that are in the wrong place. <laughs> they are in the wrong place. I 100% agree. It's just not natural for both thumbs to be at that angle, especially not your left thumb when you're moving it so much. Can I tell you it's just insane. <laughs> yeah, you're going to, but yeah. last November, last November, that isn't even a month. That's a month I made up. <laughs> November, I had both consoles. Very, very lucky boy I was. Um, I got the uh, Xbox. What came out first? The PlayStation Four, wasn't it? Yes, four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the PlayStation Four. Played Killzone. Wasn't too impressed. I loved the um, aesthetics of the PlayStation 4. Beautiful looking console. Uh, all I was playing on it was Need for Speed. Um, then I got the Xbox One. Uh, and I sat there and I thought, I only really need to keep one console and get the other console at a later date when more games become available. And, you know, the Xbox One, I'm going to say it, it probably ranks as one of the most ugliest consoles out there but when you have you actually seen one like in the flesh have you held it and, <laughs> yeah it is it looks like a VCR that's <laughs> literally what I thought it was when I got it out you know the PlayStation 4 is very sexy you hold it it feels like a next generation console the rain's coming down on me again <laughs> but Don doesn't seem to care what, what? thank you Don there's <laughs> just brain coming from your end. It's not me. Uh, it, it feels like an X-Generation console, whereas the Xbox One, boy, I'm not even going to try and defend what that looks like. <laughs> Absolutely awful. 
And it is, it's up there, top, it's probably the worst looking console. I'd rather have one of those old Amstrads with a wooden side finish to it. Uh, it's massive, it's awful, and I sat there and it was down to the controllers at the end of the day, Don. And, you know, the Xbox One controller is superior to even the Xbox 360 controller. Really? Yeah, it's, you, it's perf- perfection. You can tell it's the result of many sort of play tests and research and hours on what made the previous controller good. And as you say, the PlayStation 4 controller, whilst it's better than the PS3 DualShock, it's still not as good as the Xbox 360 pad. No, yeah. not by a mile. I, I and, don't know what... All they need to change, even if they keep the thumbsticks in the same horrible position, they need to change the shape of them and the height of them. It's the, Basically the, everything. <laughs> whoever did the economics on those thumbsticks or hasn't done them since the first version on the PS1 should yeah. be shot in the face because it's just the, uh, the the way the rim of the the, the stick. <laughs> uh, you just said rim. It's just, it's just it's you've got to, oh man, especially when you're playing first-person shooters and you need that accuracy yeah. and the speed and you're constantly pushing on that stick non-stop the whole time. So mm-hmm. you 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 just to have the the edge of it just digging into your thumb, it doesn't feel right. You've got to click down to run. It doesn't do that quite as quickly as you want it to. It it just it's not quite as comfortable. It, it's it's just it's terrible. It's really bad, and you really feel like it affects your game. To be honest, especially yeah. if you're a competitive, you know, PvP stuff, you've got to be on your game and get. You've got to be a, just pin sharp and lightning quick, and you just feel like you're not getting that um, yeah. with the PS4 controller. Um, those thumbsticks are just terrible. I mean, you get used to it. It's not so bad in like the the single player game and stuff because. You know, you're not playing against humans who are as quick at reacting and stuff, um, and you can compensate for it. But um, yeah, against PvP, you're, you're basically at a massive disadvantage. And what about what about the light on the back? That really got on my nerves. It kept reflecting in the television. Well, they've I mean they've got an update for that, which now you can dim it, so it's got like three settings of brightness. Oh, um, fantastic. So, you, but you can't switch it off entirely. No. Um, I, I mean, I don't really notice it that much. I mean, I've, I can't say I've really noticed it in the screen when it's on the dimmest level. Um, yeah, it, uh, but yeah, I mean, it only really gets used for the like the playroom for the camera and stuff. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. it changes color for some games. Like if you're getting shot, it will turn red and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and for different games, if you're in different areas, it will glow different colors. Um, but you're not looking at it, so <laughs> it's kind of, you know, it, it is kind of totally superfluous. Yeah, uh, but what a, I was saying, is it, it really did annoy me in the fact that when I was playing Killzone in the dark. You could literally just see the light oh, yeah. off the screen. If you're playing anything in the dark and in the dark, yeah. you're definitely going to see it, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, what game have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing a few, actually. Um, I, uh, I played PT, first of all. The, oh, my uh, God, really? Uh, yep. Um, made the mistake of uh, loading it up at 1.50am <laughs> the night that I got my PlayStation 4. You are I... hardcore. Holy shit, Don, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'll tell you what's wrong with me. <laughs> Nothing, because literally five minutes into that game, I had to switch it off. Really? I, I was five minutes. I just couldn't. I was creeped the fuck out. I could not. I was like, I can't do this. It's like nearly two in the morning. Uh, I'm on my own. It's fucking dark outside. And there's a single. What two in the uh, morning, Don? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's a single. Like all, all I use to illuminate my living room is a single candle 
And so it was quite dark anyway. And I'm like, yeah. this, I no fucking way am I doing this. And then um, Paul Lynn came online um, about that time. And I just had a very quick conversation with him about PT. And he's like, yeah, no fucking way. And I'm like, yeah. That, <laughs> Are you just, someone that gets creeped out easily? That's not happening. Not really. I mean, I watch Japanese horror films and shit like that on my own. And, yeah. and you know, I'm fine with them, really. But that creeped me the fuck out. It is the most it. terrifying thing I've ever seen. I've watched people playing it, and it's uh, so it's something about it. It's just the most terrifying thing you've ever seen. Yeah, so creepy. Fun. They've got the creepy atmosphere just perfect on it. If you want to shit yourself, then yeah, definitely start playing that oh, on your own really? at night. Um, but then I, I went back to it in the in the daylight. I thought this, I've got to actually try the game properly. So I only play it. I play it the next day during daylight hours, just broad daylight. Open all the curtains. Open all the everything. Oh dear. Uh, and it you know and it still shit me up a little bit. To be <laughs> fair, um, it, it's there's some jump scares in there, um, but then there's just this constant kind of creepy kind of crawling atmosphere in the whole game. Yeah. Um, it, it's all very. Uh, yeah, it, it well, really that's good, plays that's on all the yeah, it plays on all your that primal stuff in the back of your mind that says you're about to get fucking killed and there's something behind you and don't look in the fucking mirror and all that kind of shit. Um, so yeah, so I didn't really walk around my house with any lights off for the next day and a half. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, after that, um, I, I I pretty much com- I couldn't complete the final thing though. I mean, I I managed to do like 90% of it then I got stuck and I couldn't I, was, I couldn't figure out what the fuck to do so I watched the video online and it's just the very last bit you've got to do a certain thing in a certain sequence and I'm like I kept trying to do it, it but it just wouldn't activate and I'm like oh, fuck this I did it like 14 times and I'm like fuck this yeah so it just wouldn't activate for me even though I was doing the same thing everyone else was doing to complete the game um, yeah, but it just wouldn't do it so um, and I'm probably not going to go back to do it unless there's a room for the people to oh. save me from the evil badness. <laughs> um, but yeah, that game, uh, I, I don't think the actual Silent Hills game when it comes out is going to be anything like that game. I think no. as a playable teaser, they literally just use it as an introduction to the character and to the fact they're making a new Silent Hills game. Um, it's not gonna, I don't think, you know, I think he's done a, a great job of advertising that fact through that, um, through that teaser. But I don't think it's, I think it's going to go back to, you know, his third person um, Silent Hill style. That's what I reckon, anyway. So, yes, there's that. Uh, then I played um, a game called Velocity 2X, which is, the, uh, is this month's uh, PlayStation uh, Plus free download for the PS4. It's a nice little 2D um, vertical scrolling shooter, uh, which was also kind of half shooter and then half kind of a platform game, um, but it's a kind of a twin-stick okay. shooter um, with a little kind of uh, teleport mechanic in it. So you come up against walls, but you can teleport to the other side of them using certain button functions and stuff like that. And when you're uh, on the, uh, the platform sections as well, you can teleport through walls. Um, and the idea is to obviously speed run through them as fast as possible to get a high score. So it kind of pushes you to make really fast decisions and collect a bunch of stuff and plan your route through and try not to get killed in the process. Um, excellent music on that game. Honestly, if you like kind of trance, uh, techno and hard house and stuff, um, that game has got some fantastic tunes on it. It's worth downloading just to listen to the music. To be honest, it's, cool, uh, oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. Why is Gareth awesome. making cereal? <laughs> that was the noise of my belt becoming unbuckled. Oh no! <laughs> Gareth's getting fruity. <laughs> I mean, it's a good game, but I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> he likes uh, he likes techno. When he feels feels <laughs> that there's going to be some techno coming on, he gets his vest on. He gets his leather trousers on 
and he gets his uh, policeman's hat. If only <laughs> it, it were actually that exciting a reason. And his policeman's oh. hat. <laughs> there we go. It's just because the belt buckle presses into my stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, then... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know why I said awesome there. Anyway, um, so the um, third game I played uh, just for a couple of hours was the The Last of Us Remastered. Uh, because it came with the console when I got it. Oh, it also came with Watch Dogs, but I haven't played that yet. Um, and um, so I played The Last of Us a couple of hours. Um, good. Uh, I'm liking it. The cutscenes, like the in-game cutscenes, are really well done. They're really well animated and um, kind of, uh, what's the word, directed, if that's the right word. It's the yeah. right word. Um, uh, cool. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it, you know, I'm not that far into it. I'm literally only like an hour and a half into it, maybe, if that. Um, in fact, not even that, I don't think. I've only just really met Ellie, so I'm not hardly into it that far at all. No. Um, so, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a nice game. I like all the character interaction in there. The characterization of everyone in there, the narrative seems to be pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, at some point I will go back to that and uh, complete uh, the game of the year 2013 at some point in the future. Good, good. Well done, Don. Thanks very much. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, so that's it for this week. <laughs> You haven't been playing anything else? Surely not. That's oh, like 19 right. games you've just listed. <laughs> it's almost as if I haven't had time to, to play about 20 odd hours of uh, a small game called Destiny. 20 hours out. already? Jesus Someone's crap. got problems. <laughs> Someone needs to get outside. Yep. Uh, yeah, Destiny. Game of the moment. Uh, I've played it pretty much non-stop since I got it on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, and I'm, I'm loving it as much as I love the beta. I think we all know how much I enjoyed that. Um, it's uh, Yeah, they've made some obvious tweaks to the game. Uh, they've beefed up the difficulty from the offset. Uh, the enemies are harder from the beginning. They've tuned the weapons um, a fair amount. Um, you can't quite level them up quite as fast um, as before and also they've tuned just the general power um, of a lot of the weapons they've, they've beefed up things like the hand cannon is slightly more powerful to start with um, a lot of the rifles are slightly weaker not much but just a little bit um, to start with so again the enemies are even harder um, than they were before but they're also just generally uh, higher leveled enemies uh, to begin with uh, so Princess a bit more of a challenge and it's just it, it does improve the game a little bit you're not just storming through stuff you, you, you know when you've got to work for something it's just that little bit sweeter um, what else would you like to know about the game? Uh, it's uh, it's 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 Destiny. Um, it's like the beta, but it's the whole game. Yeah, um, but is oh. the weapon like variety, <laughs> actual variety? Because there wasn't much in the beta. Uh, there's no like more. There's no diff- There's no extra weapons, kind of weapon types that there were previously apart from sword which in that one mission which you may have heard <laughs> i got hold of a sword which i didn't expect to and i think it it's was probably exciting only, probably only for that for that for that one mission but you've dropped into third person and you just go around hacking the fuck out of everyone with a sword um and that was cool um uh, and then you know it's had a little kind of uh kind of a bit like the batman games where you can kind of do some auto combos and stuff uh that was in there um, just as a complete change you could swap back to your weapons if you wanted but you've got to pick up the sword sooner or later anyway um, so that was quite cool uh, but I found actually that this time through I've, I've varied the weapon types I've been using a lot more I've been going back to the, the auto rifle a lot more which I hated previously but now it's 
actually worth using. Um, they've, I don't know what they've done to it, but it's there's a lot more use. I'm getting a lot more use out of it. Um, uh, Do you think the, it's a game you could play alone? Because I don't really like playing online with others, and even Borderlands, Borderlands Two, I quite enjoy playing on my own. So, uh-huh. do you see it as a game well, you could? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much playing through the whole thing on my own, and the only, you know, there's, you're going to run into other players because obviously it's a persistent open world. Um, yeah. Anyone that I mean, someone that doesn't know what Destiny is, I feel like I'm there's no world who doesn't know what Destiny is at this no. point. Let's yeah. assume um, everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. So obviously it's a persistent. I don't. I'll say persistent. It's not really persistent because it doesn't matter. You you don't change between you know dropping in and out, but other people are still live in the game the whole time. Um, and you can drop out and then drop back in again, and the same people will be there. So it's, oh. it's um, uh, if, if you kind of come out and then go back to the same bit, then you can find the same people again, and you can team up with them as you want. Or if you have your own fire team, you can drop out the fire team, go back to do something else, or switch off, and then come back. If they're still in that same area uh, from your yeah. fire team, you just hit join fire team, and you'll go straight back um, to join your, the rest of your crew, um, where, wherever they are, which is pretty cool. Uh, and you can join in with their mission or whatever it is they're doing at the time. Um, yes, but yeah, as, as far as a single player thing, I, I mean, I'm playing through and I tend to play through most of it on my own. Um, there are certain things where you'll automatically find other people there um, and they can, you know, they can be a help or a hindrance depending on what they want to do. They can, you know, start taking your Bastards. kills for you. Yep. Um, but you still have to complete the mission objectives um, and, you know, go through the areas to actually complete the mission that you're doing um and um yeah so it, it doesn't really matter i mean there will be people there there's missions that are uh, kind of strike missions which you'll it will automatically match make you with um two others um so you'll have a three-man strike team but you don't have to do those missions though that's the other thing those strike missions are kind of uh, optional uh, they do add a bit to the story but they're not kind of you know, they don't, they're not the main part of the, yeah, they're kind of a branch off, they're not a main part of the story. Um, yeah. They're there more as a kind of, for the people who want to join in with fire teams and to help you, you know, gain more XP and more loot and stuff like that if you want to rank up faster and uh, gather special items and all that kind of stuff. Uh, which, is probably, which is one of the actual draws of Destiny, I think, is they've, they've hooked into that, the one thing that was kind of missing from first person shooters is, is that the collectibles nature of thing. People love going around collecting items in games, um, yeah. uh, and they've really got that into this game. You can just drop into certain areas and just do that if you want for hours on end. Uh, you can just ignore the actual main game, um, and even much actually when you join a proper mission, uh, you can just ignore the actual objective, and you can bugger off and just go and collect stuff for a while if you want on your own, or go and just meet up with some other people who are hanging around and just see what they're doing, uh, help them out. Um, and also you've got things like uh, public events, which uh, one of them happened actually during uh, the podcast earlier when you um, heard it got a bit noisy. Uh, got a bit rowdy. A bit rowdy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that was a public event, just randomly kicked off, and so I joined four of the people who were there. Um, it dropped off one of the Devil Walker tanks on the moon, and uh, there was some other object there that was doing something. I'm not sure what it was doing, but it was making a lot of noise and um, flashing a lot of lights. Uh, but yeah, so, and, the, and you're just given like uh, four minutes to take down this devil walker and it's just you and whoever wants to engage in that thing. So me and there was like four other guys um, who just happened to be in the area all chose to take part in that mission. So we just rocked up and then blew the fuck out of it. So um, with the weapons, sorry, do you, you, is there mainly just one type of each weapon? 
like one shotgun. Uh no, that's well, that's the other thing. Like, um, this different from this is part of the you know, part of the MMO stuff that comes into it. You, there's um, weapons all have different power levels, so you'll find some that will get dropped by certain enemies. You'll find some just by finding loot crates. So that's uh, kind of like Borderlands, right? Uh, I guess so. Although and rather I, than uh, leveling them up, would you just swap it over for another one? Um, sort power. of, but there's two different types. There's there's weapons which are set um, on their whatever level they are. And there's other ones which are called uncommon weapons, and those ones are um, they're the ones with the green backgrounds, and they have a specific perk, which okay. once you've used the weapon a certain amount and you've gained a certain amount of hits or hit points with that weapon, that perk will unlock, and you can then choose to add it or not add it. And it will be different things like uh, a different scope, uh, a different uh, more power, um, and then weird kind yeah. of perks. Weird perks like if you miss a zoomed shot, there's a chance that that shot will reappear in your magazine. Um, things like the bottom half of your magazine does twice the damage than the top half. Yeah. Uh, uh, all, um, there's one for one of the sniper rifles where if you shoot some ammo, then that ammo will basically be picked up by you. Um, yeah. But they're all specific to certain weapons, um, so you can't just pile them all onto one weapon and have one kind of uber weapon. Um, they yeah. only have a certain number of perks. So do you think um, you would be able to play the game without having to worry too much about the Citadel part? Because that's what was really kind of turning me off of the game in the fact uh, that I, mean, you, I you would do, just want to play it. Yeah, you do have to... I mean, you will collect weapons just during the game. Um, yeah. And you can then just equip them as you want. And then you can just uh, dismantle the other ones for cash. Um, so you... you Pretty much, if you just want, you know, and weapons gear and everything like that, you just find you just find them throughout the game, and you can level them up. But there's a certain kind of bunch of special weapons that become available, and you can only really trade for those or buy them and stuff. Um, but they with said real that, money, not with real money. Okay, good. Uh, there's no actual transaction. <laughs> there's no. Yeah, <laughs> we don't like those. It's in-game glimmer. It's called. Um, there's. Um, what I have found, though, is that once you're going through a whole bunch of stuff and once you've leveled up to a certain point, you start finding the weapons that you pick up or the weapons you get for completing certain missions and things are either as powerful or more powerful than the ones that you get gifted or the ones that you can buy at certain ranks. So you're not necessarily going to be stuck with weak weapons if you don't bother going and you know trading with the vanguards or whatever or with the gunsmith. Um, but if you do want to do that, you don't have to spend hours. You really don't have to spend hours in the tower at all. You can just literally go to the gunsmith and say, you know, and trade the weapon, you know, see if he's got a, you know, a more powerful shotgun than the one you've got, say. If he does, buy it. If he doesn't, don't. Uh, and then just go straight back to your mission. You don't have to, um, you don't have to bother, really. Um, it just helps with all the uh, other parts of the game. You've got things like bonuses, um, challenges and stuff like that throughout the game, which you, again, they're completely optional. Um, so you can bother to, you know, snipe 100 enemies, for example, to gain a certain amount of XP. Um, if you you know it helps you level up faster, but you're going to level up naturally throughout the game anyway, just by completing the missions and killing stuff. Um, so you know the extent to which it is or isn't important to take part in those more MMO aspects of it um, is more or less down to the player, pretty much. There we I, go. I have a question. Yep. There we go. So like you remember when we were playing the beta? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we were in a like a pretty huge, massive area. Yep. And we came across one of those tanks and it took us like 45 minutes just me and you to beat this tank. It took us fucking ages. So that entire section of that server was just barren apart from me and you. Yep. Do the servers feel more sort of um, 
populated now, or is it the same sort of instance? It's been, style? it's been completely varying. I mean, certain areas I'm seeing more people. I'm not sure how they how they do it because obviously not everyone is in that area. It shows up on your map at once. Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be hundreds and hundreds of people there. Um, so I don't know how they're doing that, but I've cert- I mean, there's normally um, about six people, or and some of them are in fire teams, and some of them are just randoms running around. Um, uh, in particular areas, but during missions, that is as well. Sometimes you'll you'll see like different groups of people running through, possibly doing the same mission or just off doing their own thing. Um, but yeah, pretty much always there's other people um, around. I mean, there's certainly you know there's also you know there's, there's the odd time when you don't really see anyone for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but then suddenly around the corner, three people will come shooting around on their sparrows. Um, and on uh, their sparrows, that sounds like. Sparrows. <laughs> oh, watch yeah. out for these guys on their sparrows, <laughs> on their little speeder bikes. Yeah, um, and you know, and then they'll just be off doing whatever it is they're doing. Um, Bastards. So, yeah. <laughs> so, does that answer your question? I don't know. Uh, it, sort of. It answers my spend... question, but it's not the answer I wanted. Basically, okay. I want it to be more MMO than. It right. is, but it's, it's not supposed to be. Like that's that's my fault for expecting something from it that it was never going to be. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, just, that... there's such a lack of MMOs that I want to play that I was hoping this would be more MMO than the beta, so I would actually want to play it. But yeah, I mean, it's more of an evolution of the first-person shooter than a you know change to the MMO. You know, it's, it's... more evolution than revolution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, we can say that. Thank you. I think so. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, Gareth. Uh, yeah. Oh, and there's also, of course, <laughs> the Crucible. Um... <laughs> oh. oh, God. There's also the standard, obviously, um, PvP matchmaking stuff, uh, which I haven't really played much of, um, mainly because it's too hard with this pad. Um, with the Xbox 360 pad, uh, it, it still took me a little while to get used to it because the game feels slightly different and the weapons are balance completely differently and that you know to games you played before so until you get used to them you're not really um sure how how to approach certain things with certain weapons but once i played the 360 version for quite a lot on the um on the crucible i got pretty good at it and started winning some matches but now with the ps4 pad i feel like i'm really back to square one just getting completely destroyed <laughs> um oh doing pvp it's it's really hard to do with that pad and you need speed and accuracy that's you know you've got it without that you're screwed uh, and, and this uh, the thumb pads on this just aren't up to the job um maybe once i've you know part of my thumb has hardened up and become used to that <laughs> point of the pad once you've gotten hard constantly sticking oh, in yes. it then uh then maybe it'll improve but um yeah i'd, I'd rather some third party came up with a pad that just uh, mad cats or whoever just did something even if they didn't change the layout they just did something about the sticks um but i think with the touch the uh the touchpad on the ps4 i don't think many third party pads are actually ever going to come out for it no which sucks balls although having said that you don't need the touchpad for a lot of things you don't need it for this game you just use it as a button which could just be a button (laughs) um you know so um there's not you know there's no you know you could you could specifically have a pad just for games that don't need the the swipe, which is most games. So, so really, there's nothing really stopping people doing it. And they bloody should. Sounds like you've yeah. got a business idea. Fucking well should. 
Let's get on there the phone to Mad Cats, get them to sort it out. Mad Cats, known for their quality control pads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they're good, aren't they? No. No, no? I always no, thought Mad Cats trash. made some pretty good pads. I've got my PS2 pads and Mad Cats wireless ones. They're good. Well, there you go. Well, you know. A glowing endorsement. Well, thank you for that wonderful <laughs> bit of advertising there for Mad Cats. <laughs> uh, you'll find the Mad Cats Elite Don pad in shops uh, pretty soon where he teams up with them, kind of like what Fatality did with uh, the mice. Did you see those? The what? Fatality mice that you can get for... Um, He's a Doom player, Doom and Quake, and he teamed up to uh, get his own um, mouse uh, key PC. Oh, that's nice. Okay, then. <laughs> which is good for him. But um, with that, it's been an absolutely beautiful evening in both of your company, as usual. Uh, look forward to seeing you next week. Um, Don, hopefully we'll have more progression of your review. Yep, I, uh, I've, I should have uh, probably completed the game by then. By then? Do you want and to make a, a bet? Maybe if you haven't yeah. completed the game, you will maybe Ooh. eat a testicle? Oh, I've uh, <laughs> nothing so stupid. I'm, uh... <laughs> oh, yes. But and you've still have. got your wallet as well. You're everything guy isn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, without any further ado... Let's end this podcast right there. So thank you, everyone. Gareth, say stuff about Game Banter. Uh, So if you want to see the entire archive of every single episode uh, of the Game Central podcast, you can go to gamebanter.co.uk. I've now created a separate archive. So if you go on the Game Central podcast website, um, there's a, a link right at the top of the page to an archive. Really easy to see every single episode we've ever put out. And also, I'm starting to upload them to YouTube. So, this time next month, hopefully, every single episode will be on YouTube. Super easy to find. Is it you? Um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. You're doing <laughs> and uh, uh, also, follow me on Twitter at GameBanter. What happened with the transistor um, competition in the end? Uh, I wasn't actually running that, I was just hosting it on the website. So. Oh, okay. Uh, they handled the winner and not giving out the prize and stuff. Hopefully, um, get back in touch with them about another giveaway soon. But yeah, that wasn't actually my my doings. Well, you know, Gareth, that's not your fault. It's like they were a parasite, and I was the like the, the animal host. that the parasite was feeding off. Yeah, so it was like a what do they call it? A beneficial partnership. Yeah, like a symbiotic relationship. There you go, symbiotic. Yeah. Which I kind of think that Guy is to Anna. (laughs) (laughs) So, there we go. But, thanks for that, Gareth. And we'll see you all next week when we kick off the podcast, episode number 35.